Thanks for listening to the weekly sermon. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Glenn Hubbard. For more about this podcast and other resources, visit our website at www.riverinthehills.com. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, I, before I, well, I'm, yeah, I'm going to give this word of knowledge, then we're going to pray, but I had a word during pre-service prayer, and then again, brought back during worship, Um, and it's an interesting, I just said, Holy Spirit, what are you doing today? I like to do that. What's on your heart today? And I heard the Lord in my heart speak, uh, I'm handing out muscle milk, which I don't, I've never had muscle milk, but it's something that I guess helps you with muscles, and there's the milk of God's word, and there's there's the power of the Spirit, and allowing us to eat and walk in the meat of God's word, which is to hear God's word and obey it. But I also had a sense that <clears throat> there were some today with uh, uh, sore muscles or strained muscles, particularly in the trapezius. I don't know a whole lot of muscle groups, but the trapezius and the latissimus dorsi. Um, and then there might be a tear in a muscle, but I want to just start with that. So sometimes it's like, well, wait, what are you doing with this? Well, I've gotten to the place where if I don't give the word, then I feel like a dirty dog all afternoon. So, because I want to obey what I believe. So does anyone have muscle strain, uh, particularly in the, 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 trap, the traps or the lats? We do right here. Okay. Zeb does. Okay, amen. Happy birthday, daughter-in-law. Love you so much. Okay, sorry, I'm back. All right. Um, yeah, so let's, let's just lift your hand, put your hands out to these. Father, we just step into the grace that is brought, Scripture says, at every mention, every revelation of Jesus. So, Lord, this revelation, we thank you for releasing physical healing for muscles, <clears throat> May the pain subside. Jesus, you carried our, you bore our sickness. You carried our pain, Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 says. And so would you carry the pain away from human bodies today and online and take it to the cross where it belongs. Jesus, thank you for taking on pain for us. May it be seen and experienced today. Relief in Jesus' name. And Lord, may we all, Come before your word today with humility to receive spiritual strengthening, muscle milk, Lord, that would cause us to grow stronger and would cause us to uh, walk in not just being hearers but doers, the meat of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, it's understandable these days for uh, people, including myself, to talk about the negative trends in our culture today, especially as they're escalating in variety and intensity. The negative trends like strife is escalating, hatred, irrational fear, tyranny authoritative or authoritarianism in government. Deception is increasing. Division is increasing. Violence is increasing. Lawlessness is increasing. 
And though I don't want us to fall into a uh, critical spirit, especially toward those in authority, I do believe it is becoming more and more obvious that the church cannot avoid addressing certain issues in our culture today. We cannot avoid it. It is not love. It is not the love of Jesus. Now, we speak the truth. We address the issues in the spirit of love, in the spirit of faith, in the power of the Holy Spirit, certainly. But as Pastor Nate shared a few weeks ago, in fact, I shared, I shared some of what you wrote on the notes on my Facebook page, and it started getting shared, five, six, and then it just cut off. I don't know. It was real popular for a moment, and something stepped in, but it was basically the idea that, that the world is craving, both in the church and outside the church, the world is craving answers for so much confusion that's happening right now. And as the church, I believe the Lord will help us to provide answers and will, along the way, Will the Lord will help us to lead people, this is Nate's words, to the ultimate answer, which is Jesus Christ. That's what we are about, is seeing people come to the Lord, but not shying away. A few examples of these issues, I put some in your notes there in a little parenthesis. It's obvious to most believers by now that abortion is murder. That it, and I don't see how any Christian can vote for a politician who thinks it's okay to murder an innocent life. I don't, I don't see how that is possible. I don't see it's becoming more and more obvious to me, and I believe many of us, that certain laws and mandates by those who are in authority, though we don't have a critical spirit, we have to be aware that laws and mandates by those in authority either are or have been, since COVID began, in violation of God's laws. They've been in violation of God's laws, like being free to gather and worship the Lord Jesus Christ together. Like being free to gather and worship the Lord without having to wear masks without having to social distance, if you choose not to. You can always choose to do that. We respect that. You can choose to connect online. But we need to realize that that's a freedom that Jesus says, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reel it back in because I kind of get on a roll here. But like being another one, another issue we can't avoid is being free to choose what we put in our body. And not be punished for it by being restricted access to a restaurant or to a shopping mall or to a concert or a sporting event. Paragraph B, I'm going to, there's a, this sounds a little legalese. Oh, by the way, we've got notes if you want the notes because this will help you. They're on the website as well. Anybody need the notes? Because this paragraph B actually was developed by a 501c3 attorney because I've been approached by certain people asking for religious exemption letters from having to take the vaccine. 
And so this is a little bit legalese, but I want to read through it. Till now in America, Christians have enjoyed the protections of religious liberty and liberty of conscience. The First Amendment provides for freedom of religion and the free exercise thereof. The First Amendment protects against mandates that might prohibit this liberty or the ability to exercise one's faith. As Christians, we believe, 1 Corinthians 6, 19, that the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So, excluding certain things from the body can be a matter of conscience. In other words, a Christian should have the right to refuse a vaccine based on biblical views concerning therapeutic based on biblical views concerning therapeutic proportionality. Now that's a big legal word. That's that's not me. I think if you said therapeutic proportionality five times real fast, they'd think you were speaking in tongues. But it's actually a real thing that will help us, and I hope you getting the notes will help you just to be aware of, of what, what this is. We should have the right to refuse a vaccine based on, and we respect, respect whoever chooses what, but therapeutic proportionality is an assessment of whether the benefits of a medical intervention outweigh the undesirable side effects and burdens of that medical intervention. In light of overall good for and health, the overall good and health of a person, they should be allowed to choose. Can I get an amen? Somewhere online, amen. I hear you. It over this week, I was like, Lord, there's so many things flying around. One word just kept dropping in my spirit: freedom. Freedom to choose. And we, as people of God, should respect one another. But this is, this is happening right now. Thankfully, those who are here and hear me, you, those who know the Lord, you know where to go for your peace, your joy, your provision. And the Lord's giving us courage to walk in love in this hour. Now, it's not enough for me to just talk about how bad things are. Anybody can do that. You know, I'm not, I'm not going on an old man rant today. I'm not, I'm not uh, Clint Eastwood in this, uh, this movie, this get off my lawn guy. I'm not, you know, I'm not sitting there just going, ah, it's so bad, everything negative. No, in fact, I felt the Holy Spirit prompting me last couple of weeks strongly to seek the Lord regarding how to help equip us to face perilous times, how to help equip us, not just rant about it and, and be negative, but how can we be equipped? So I hope this helps today. Thankfully, the scripture helps to warn us and prepare us for perilous times through God's word. And thankfully, not only can we be warned and prepared, but we have access to the power of the Holy Spirit to successfully face perilous times, times of difficulty. And so I hope this helps. It's been helping me as I've prepared it. Roman numeral 2, 2 Timothy chapter 3 is a chapter that warns us and prepares us 
to face these difficult times. Now, it mainly focuses, as we'll see there in the last days, it mainly focuses on the end times, on the generations before the Lord returns. And though the end times is not the subject of the message today, I believe this chapter is particularly relevant for Christians today. I believe this. This is my opinion. But I believe there are some people in this room or in those other rooms who are alive today who will see the return of the Lord. Michelle Cameron is here, great friend from, uh, from Rockwall, Texas, Church on the Rock. Your, your grandson, Rex, how old is he today? Happy birthday. Four? Happy birthday, Rex. There he is. Yay. I don't know who, but I believe, it's my opinion, I believe it could be five years, 25, 50, 100 years, I don't know. But I do know that this is particularly relevant for us today. So, and I love that. Someone prayed this morning that as we see how relevant this is, it will, it, it will enrich our love for the Word of God and how relevant it is. Paragraph A, Paul starts out, he's writing to Timothy, and he starts out chapter 3 with this. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. So Paul says, know this, Timothy, at the end of the age, know this, at the end of the age, at the close of the age, you can be sure of one thing. It's going to be very difficult, particularly difficult at that time. Now, it's interesting in my Bible, in the margin of the New King James Version, and other translations have this, for that phrase, perilous times, it can also be translated times of stress. Can anybody relate to that? Okay. Perilous times is also times of stress. It's the Greek word kalepos, and it means stressful. Think about this. Oppressive, annoying, irksomely hard to bear, even injurious. Fact is, up until World War II, you never, you never heard it. I wasn't alive before World War II, but the fact is, you never heard the word stress. Now, I'm a child of the 60s, so in the 60s, I never heard the word stress. I mean, you could go to a doctor 10 times and never hear the word stress. Nowadays, it's hard to get out of a doctor's office without hearing the word stress. I don't think the doctors are wrong. I think what's happening is what Paul predicted in 2 Timothy 3. Times of stress will come. Paragraph B, uh, I heard of a pastor's wife a while back who had continuing medical problems for three years nonstop. And every time she'd go to the doctor, the doctor said, stress. And she kept going back for this problem or that problem, kept saying stress. And she finally, this pastor's wife spoke up and she said, don't talk to me about stress. I'm a Christian. I don't, I don't have, we don't have stress. 
And then the Lord visited her. She had an encounter, a two-hour time of really spending time with the Lord. And she got revelation. The Holy Spirit spoke to her inside her spirit about stress. And he said this to her. He said, stress is a person. And 90% of my people have it. Now, she then went back to her church, and she gave her testimony. And all she did, she just said a, a simple thing after she gave her testimony. How many feel like you need to be released from stress? And 90%, it was a good charismatic church, 90% of the people came forward to be released from stress. So the Lord's estimate, he spoke to her, was, was basically exactly right. And uh, one very strong Christian came forward to be released. And, you know, she thought, well, he's coming up to help me minister to people. She said, are you here to help me? He said, no, I'm here for help. Now, I am not saying that a Christian, that as a Christian, you are possessed with a spirit of stress. I'm not saying that everything is a spirit of stress, but I do believe that many, many Christians are being attacked by an evil spirit, a person without a body that follows us around, that nips at us, that tries to bring oppression, that tries to annoy us. We are, and so there is, it is very much, I'm not saying we're possessed, but there's a demonic attack. And I believe by the blood of Jesus, by the power of God and the word of God, we can be released from that spirit today. We don't have to wait. Like I said, it doesn't mean that your responsibilities all of a sudden go away or pressures, but I'm talking about that part of the component that is a demonic spirit. You can be relief, released from it. Joel 2.32 says, Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. And I've been experiencing this. It, it, does, it didn't mean all my responsibilities went away, but it's like, huh, something, some, I've been released from something. doesn't mean automatic. You can go out here and get stressed in the parking lot. We used to say that, didn't we, in Rockwell? Don't let the devil steal your joy in the parking lot. My old friend here. But we can do that. We can have that victory. Roman numeral three, there are two main reasons that we're seeing an increase in times of stress. You know, we want to kind of attach it to, well, it's the pandemic, or well, it's inflation, or well, you know, it's, it's this and that. Well, there are two main sources of increasing times of stress. First, as I've already alluded to, the first one is there is a spiritual darkness that is increasing in our earth today. Spiritual darkness is increasing. Isaiah 60, describing the future glory of Zion, which is the future glory of Israel, it sets the scene for when the Lord is going to come back to Jerusalem. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. I've got news for people. The peace of Jerusalem is not fully going to ever happen until the Prince of Peace sets his feet back in Jerusalem on the, uh, on the Mount of Olives. But in the, that setting, that scene, is darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. 
But the Lord will arise upon God's people. The Lord will arise upon Jewish people who know Jesus is the Messiah. He will arise upon the church. So we don't have to be afraid of it. We can have joy. We can shout to the Lord with a voice of triumph. So spiritual darkness is increasing. I won't have time to go into it, but you can study it out. Daniel 12 and Philippians 2 talk about, talk about in the, among the, um, behind the backdrop of increasing darkness, God's people can shine like the stars. You know, when you, when you show off diamonds at a jewelry store, you, they, they put them behind a black velvet piece of cloth so that they highlight the shining of the diamonds. So when I see the darkness, I say, all right, it's our time to shine. I'm not saying, come on, darkness, but I'm saying, come on, church, it's our time to shine. What is it called, October 31st? Arise and shine. There we go. We're going to rise and shine on, at the, that children's night. The second thing, first is spiritual darkness is increasing. Second, corruption in human nature is increasing. The things we're going to read about in a minute from 2 Timothy 3, they all proceed from corruption in the heart of humanity. And the thing I've learned about corruption is corruption is irreversible. In any area, just the laws of nature, if I take a, a peach that started to spoil, if I put that peach in a refrigerator, it can slow down the corruption, but it cannot reverse the corruption. The same is true with the human heart. Hopefully this is going to help you understand why is everything getting so bad? It's because corruption is irreversible. It just keep, You can slow it down, but you can't stop it, and you can't reverse it. And sin, so, so for human beings, sin has corrupted all of us. We've all been tainted and corrupted by sin that's entered every man. And this corruption of humanity is progressive. It's getting worse and worse and worse. And there's no way to reverse the process. So what does God do? I mean, God is omnipotent. He could reverse the process. But God in his wisdom, you know what God does? He doesn't try working with the corrupt heart. He gives you a new heart. Yeah. He starts something totally new. That's why some people are so miserable going to church and being around Christians. They're like, I don't know how you do it. Because they, because they don't have a new heart. They have a set of rules. But you see, that's what religion that is a set of rules does. Religion that's a set of rules is like someone with a corrupt heart. It's like putting them in the refrigerator. Now, that can only delay the fruit getting bad, but it going to get bad, all right? God does something new. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. He starts something. He does something totally new. He doesn't patch up the old. Christianity 
is not a set of rules. It is a relationship. It's not rules. It's a relationship with the only one who can make you new. Wow, there we go. Throw that thing. It is. Christianity is not rules. It's a relationship. And so we offer that today. Your frustration may be you've never had the relationship. You've gone to church and you've been told this is our rules. These are our rules. Jesus said you search the scriptures thinking that in them you might have life. But you've not come to me. We can come to him today. All of us. I I need to come to him today again asking for release from any spirit of stress. Because, you know, it's going to continue. Things aren't going to, you know, I mean, Tucker Carlson's not going to come up on tomorrow night and go, everything's great. No problems anymore. Uh, But I digress. Roman numeral four. In this chapter, Paul outlines 18 descriptions of moral degradation in society, moral decline. And there's 18 of them. And as I read this passage, it's in your notes, as I read the 18 descriptions, I want you to ask yourself how many of these are conspicuous today? How many of these are blatantly obvious? You're like, yep, I see that. Yep, I see that. So it says, but know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, Haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. The word of God is so relevant. Some of those probably jumped out at some of you as you read those. I dug up the, went into the the Passion Translation because it gives a little more graphic description of some of these. I think I've outlined in your notes The portion there that uh, starts with without self-control. This is what the Passion Translation says. It says, without self-control, it says, slaves to their desires. They will be ferocious, belligerent haters of what is good and right. Verse 4, with brutal treachery, that's deception, They will act without restraint, bigoted, and wrapped in clouds of their conceit. Some observations about this. And like I said, I believe the Holy Spirit's helping equip us to face these perilous times. Some observations. If you look at that, this list of 18 marks of moral degradation It begins and it ends with what men love. With what people love. Because what people love will dictate in a large part what people do. 
What we love will determine what we spend our money on, who we hang out with, what we spend our energy, our time, our treasure, our talent. And so what, what, how does it start out? Lovers of self, lovers of money. It ends with lovers of pleasure. Those three descriptions, I think, are the most accurate description of 2021 that we're seeing. Lovers of self, lovers of money, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. The words that follow the top of the list after lovers of self, lovers of money, the next words there are indications of some form of pride. You can look it out, study it a little more later. Lovers of, of self, lovers of money, and then it goes into pride, uh, some form of pride. Boasters, proud, arrogant. Then at the bottom of the list, just before the, the lovers of pleasure, it says traitors and headstrong. So I want to skip to letter D now for the sake of time and really the, the focus here. The good news, don't want to be a downer today. As I've said, we're going to shine like the stars. But the good news, paragraph little d there, is in the midst of moral de decline and degradation, the church can rise up in prayer and fasting and repentance and see revival come. We truly can. That's why we have a sign out there that says, Prayer Room Open to the Public. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people will rise up, if my people who are called by my name, well, it's not in your notes, but if they will, turn, if they will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways. Okay, I forgot the, the fourth one. <laughs> and seek my face. Then I, the Lord, will hear from heaven will forgive our sin, and will heal our land. Revival can and I believe will come as the church rises up in prayer and in fasting, in unity, corporate prayer together, in unity and love among churches as, as the church takes a bold stand for holiness. Acts 19.20, I love this phrase, this verse. The word of God, talking about back in Acts, the word of God grew mightily and prevailed in that region. It's not this one minister or this one church grew mightily. It's the word of God grew mightily and prevailed. Am I saying revival is going to happen everywhere? I would that it did, but I believe it's in areas, cities, and regions where the church rises up. Stands up. Micah, if you can, the worship team can come on up. There's real hope today for this. There's two practical helps to successfully face these perilous times. There are other practical helps, but these two stood out to me. And I want to reverse the order because I've just made the point that this list of 18 marks of decline starts and ends with what people love. And so to face successfully the times we're in, we have to set our love 
on the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to set our love and reset our love regularly on the Lord. Because we basically, I had this, I little wrote this little early this morning. I wrote, we basically need to be salmon going against the current of lovers of self, lovers of money, lovers of pleasure. But it takes a choice. I can't make you choose that. And I could get up here and go, hey, you, yeah. And then go tomorrow and, make, and set my choice on loving all that stuff. Loving, setting our love on the Lord will guard us from these 18 degrad, you know, declining marks and it will insulate us from that that's around us. That's how we are prepared to face these perilous times is by setting our love. It's the first commandment in first place, Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. It says we, the first and great commandment is to love the Lord with all of our heart, our soul, our mind, and our strength. I can tell you this from personal experience that when I set my love and make the first thing in my life, my main thing, my priority on loving God, it causes a thousand other loves to fade away. That's how you... You attack that. It's not by saying, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Oh, there's that. It's like, no, I'm gonna, it's going to go back to, I'm not going to love self. Now, let me qualify that one. We all hear, love yourself. I hear Whitney Houston singing in my head, learning to love yourself. Well, when you love the Lord first as your main love, he will give you a healthy love of self. Okay, you know, I eat right, you know, those things. But loving the Lord is, insulates us from these damaging effects of the perilous times. Real quickly, how do we do this? We schedule time to sit before the Lord. You schedule time. It's like going to the gym. We're doing, set a pattern I found my prayer life, my time obeying, loving God first, which knocks out the other loves, loving God first. My prayer time increased like 50% when I made it a schedule thing. When I scheduled time, when I developed prayer lists, so I had tracks to run on, and I put some there on the website, and I made a few copies out there because there's kind of a lot of pages but there are two prayer tracks, two prayer lists that I use every week. I don't go through all of them. In fact, I've been doing it for years now and I kind of have them memorized, but schedule time before the Lord and develop prayer lists. And third, renew your mind and your thinking that God is thrilled when you spend time loving him. That he's not ambivalent about it. He's not, oh, well, there's, there's Josh. No, he's like, oh, there's Josh. Knowing God was excited and thrilled to meet with me changed everything. Who wants to go and be with someone that's like, all right, it's about time you came in here. Where have you been? 
schedule time, develop prayer lists or some online, and then realize there's wrong thinking. Would you stand up, if you would, to your feet? Now, I switched the order this morning because I want to open the altar up to whoever may be able to identify with that pastor's wife. I said, you know, there's, there's a lot of things going on, but I feel like I need to be released from an attack of stress. I believe there's victory today. I want to lead us in that, in that prayer, but I want to give you an opportunity to put feet to your faith and say, I'm going to come forward. So just the altar's open, come forward and just stand here. Say that whatever part that is perilous, that's stressing me, whatever part is demonic, I want to be released from that. I want the dogs nipping at me to be silenced. I want the thing that's trying to ride on my shoulders to be to, to go from me. I'm just going to give you an opportunity to come forward. Before I pray, I, I believe the Lord would have us to repent and ask forgiveness for selfishness. For being lover of self more than a lover of God, for being a lover of money and stuff more than, for loving pleasure more than loving God. You see, it's, it's either going to love one or you're going to love the other. Right now, you're choosing that even now. Just, there's grace today to forgive to forgive of putting other loves. And this is between you and the Lord. Let him, let him put his finger on whatever it is that you're, you're turning from and saying, I'm going to choose to set my love on the Lord. Thank you, God. You know, you can't go on a vacation and have the spirit of stress leave you spirit of stress can come back with you and then you say, I need a vacation from my vacation. Having your workload less, that's, that can certainly help, but that's not going to drive a demon away. We have spiritual weapons or spiritual battles. You don't have to come forward for this, but if that's what you feel like, there's a, there's a seriousness in you saying, I, I want this. Thank you, Lord. Just make, just make more room up here if that's, that's you. Thank you, Lord. prayer for the the spirit of 
release from the spirit of stress. Before you pray, I just want to, you know, just also open the altar for anyone who's had the uh, the religion and not relationship with Jesus. You say that that if that touched you today, and said, you know what, I I'm just following rules. I don't know if I died today that I would have everlasting life. I don't know because I don't know if I've ever really. I felt like I've been in that refrigerator trying to get slow down the corruption and I want to have the relationship. I want a new heart today. I should encourage you to come forward to say, I, I don't know if I died today that I would be in heaven tonight. Just come forward and say, I'm going to have the courage to say, I'm not sure, but I don't. I sure is hard to, to live with uncorrupted stuff. Just come forward, and I trust the Lord's going to give you a new heart today. Just going before Kyle prays, I want to give you a moment to do that. Just come forward. Well, what do people think? I don't know what, you know, they think I'm all, oh, you know, I've been here and, you know, I've been to church. I'm a good person. And, well, it's more than that. Jesus died so that you could know him you could walk with him, that you could have that, that heart that is a, a heart of stone taken out and a heart of flesh and tenderness put in. Yeah, I just right now, uh, yeah, before you pray, uh, Pastor Nate, could you come up and just pray for courage for us? I just, this is a team effort right now. We, we need courage to say, whatever I need today. <laughs> Yes. I don't want to go and just watch the cowboys. Lord, by faith, we rebuke the, the spirit of dignity. That's, oh, I, even what Pastor Glenn was saying, Lord, that what will people think? I've been here. Or they'll think that I'm weaker, inexperienced, immature, don't know as much. Father, I pray for courage right now, God. If there's anyone in the room that has not confessed with their mouth, Jesus is Lord and believed in their heart that you raised him from the dead and that he sits at the right hand of the Father continually making intercession for us to this day and that he's coming again. Father, if there's anyone in here that has not given their life fully to Jesus, Father, would you move in courage right now in their hearts and spirits to come forward and say, today's the day. And anyone in the sound of my voice in this room, this is for you. The reason we're here is for Jesus and the reason that he's brought you here is for himself to save your life, but you have to make the choice to follow him. You have to make the choice to lay down every other God because they're idols and every other Lord because there is no freedom found when they are made Lord. Holy Spirit, would you pour out courage this morning in Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, if that's you, there's, there's a perfect heart transplant with your perfect blood type specifically made for you you don't have to wait six months for them to find the right heart it's right now every there's a storehouse with everyone's name on it most of you have received that already but if if you feel like you need a new heart that's the Lord tugging saying, I have a brand new heart for you. It will be so much easier for you to walk in truth and righteousness as you receive this 
perfect new heart, even someone watching online, just receive from the great general surgeon, Jesus, a new heart with a new name that he has for you written on it. Receive the new heart in Jesus' name. Yeah, for those that, the 90% in the room dealing with the spirit of stress that a tormenting kind of hunts you down and bam hits you with a anxiety or stress as the tongue was given earlier I, I heard the phrase from the Bible that that people say peace peace when there is no peace and that will actually be a declaration before the Antichrist reveals himself in the end times people will be saying peace peace when there is no peace but I heard the Lord on the back end say, when I say peace, peace, there is peace. And it's final. And it's the final word. And so that's the simple prayer of deliverance for those up here, including myself, that want freedom from a person without a body, yeah. a demonic person without a body named stress. Freedom from that is found in the words of Jesus speaking peace, peace. And his word drives that demon away. The demon will be shrieking and running away from you, cowering at the words of Jesus, just like the storm on the Sea of Galilee cowered at the simple word of Jesus when he said, peace be still. So I'm gonna declare over us Open up your hands to be freed from a shackle of stress. And watch the chains melt, disintegrate. Watch that spirit flee and cower and run away in fear as the Lord himself, through the Holy Spirit. I, I just want to interrupt and say, I, have, I know we're over time, but I have such compassion right now that you would experience freedom from this this week yes. you've been carrying it and I just oh, I don't want that for you I know you don't for you so just turn to Jesus and call out and say Lord deliver me Lord deliver me set me free as you're crying out to the Lord whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be delivered you are being delivered right now as you call in his name. And the Lord is returning your, your cry with the words, peace, 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 peace. Even say those over your own heart and mind right now. Peace, peace in the name of Jesus. Peace, peace in the name of Jesus. Lord, we welcome your cloud of peace just surround us as a shield, impregnable from the enemy, impenetrable. Lord, I release a cloud of peace in your name, Jesus, to hover and surround every person calling on your name right now. We welcome the peace, peace of Jesus. Amen. Well, we are... You're officially, you're free to, to leave or stay and just and continue to let this, the cloud of shalom peace replace the other clouds.
Any other prayer needs you have? If you're giving your heart back to the Lord or giving your heart to the Lord today, we, the baptism is baptismal's warm and ready to go. If you are saying, I'm, I'm back, I'm here, I want to rededicate, re-give give my life. God bless you. Have, have a week free from the stress of the enemy. Walk in peace. Walk in the fire of God. Set, Lord, help us as I go, as they go, Lord, help all of us to set our love and reset our love on you daily, daily, daily. That's what you died for in Jesus' name. God bless you. Stay as long as you want. Thanks for listening to the weekly sermon. To download the notes and slides for this message, visit our website, riverinthehills.com. If you would like to partner with us in moving God's heart and changing the world, please subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, and share this episode with a friend.